0: Welcome back to The Spirit of South Park. I'm your host Drew, joined as always by
1: my co-host Matt. Uh how you doing today, Matt? I'm doing pretty good. You know, the sun is shining, it's starting to get pretty warm outside. Been enjoying oh, the pool.
0: <laughs> at least you have a pool. It's it's too hot. Um where I live it's generally cooler and we got up in the 90s today and that's that's way too much for me. Um, <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. I have a, a job where I just sit in a nice, cool, air-conditioned car
1: all day, and I can get by <laughs> with that. So. I was going to say, yeah, I typically don't enjoy the warm weather either, but I also get to sit in a nice, cool, air-conditioned office, so I'll take <laughs> it. I
0: always say there's a reason I live where I do, and that's because
1: I sweat when it's above 50 degrees. So, Yep,
0: same. I'm a sweater, for <laughs> sure. Um. So today on the podcast, we are reviewing episode season uh, episode 1.2, season 1, episode 2 titled the volcano a couple things we just kind of want to wrap up here before we uh we get deeper into the preview or the the review here um a couple listener comments uh that came back to us we appreciate everybody who's listening um i'm getting a lot of good feedback from people from my generation you know who are are kind of reliving the nostalgia with me um with a lot of these things but uh, one thing i said Uh, That my cousin pointed out, as we talked a little bit about the video game, and he brought up that in uh, South Park Rally, which I I couldn't even tell you how many hours we spent playing that game as kids. Um, They had these things called ass battles, where if you've ever played a a Mario Kart or something like that, and you have like the shells or the balloons you got to take care of around your car. And if something happens to them, whenever you lose all your your balloons, you lose your out. So South Park Rally was the same thing, except you had ass battles. You had these little asses that floated around your car, and <laughs> as as you got uh, you know destroyed, you lose your asses. And eventually, you would uh, lose out of the game. But that was a fun memory, um, and so I thought I'd share that with you. It's I know you haven't played it, but someday, someday you gotta get there.
1: Oh yeah, I'll have to play it someday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm already working on trying to secure you a 64. So. Uh, we can make that happen someday if only I had <laughs> online capabilities right
1: right if only
0: <laughs> but uh, anyway thanks everybody for the, uh, the kind words we're gonna keep doing this thing and I, I think you and I are both to the point where we don't care if anybody's listening or not this is this is a fun thing for us to do and anybody that wants to come along for the ride with us then they're more than welcome yeah um, a couple other loose ends here I wanted to look at one thing uh, that jumped out to me that I wish I would have said in the last show uh, from episode 1.1, 1. 1, Cartman gets an anal probe. Um, I thought it was absolutely hysterical how when the visitors came in at the end of the episode, they assumed the cows were the head species of Earth. They talked to the cows about, you know, dealing with, with whatever it was they were, were dealing with it at the time. But they went to the cows. They didn't go to the humans. Um, <laughs> which, in in retrospect, it just it cracked me up. So I, I just wanted to give a good little shout out to, to that. Uh, was there anything you wanted to tie up from... From the last episode,
1: Matt? Uh, Not specifically, uh, but just kind of build off of that point. uh, The world may be a better place right now if the cows were the head species of (laughs) Earth.
0: (laughs) I've always heard people say cows are very smart, but we have no really way to tell. I don't know. Uh, Maybe there's something to that. Uh, The last loose end I kind of want to tie up there from uh, the last episode too. Uh, We did have one listener share a play-along score. And he can be found on twitter as wes boo um he shared on twitter it says i gave a 2.5 total score very harsh i know Uh, but going back to watch it i know the characters and show have so much room to grow thus the low score um he's not wrong um i think i as we discussed on the show i took the nostalgia and ran with it for my high score you the new viewer was kind of like meh it was good but it's not the best i've seen and Wes came in with the curmudgeonly old man uh, uh, view there and gave it a 20.5. So only room to grow from there. But uh, thanks to Wes for, for playing along with us. And hopefully we get, get more to play along as we go along. Feel free to share your scores with us um, at Twitter at the SOSP, or you can even send it to our email, thespiritofsouthpark at gmail.com. All right. Um, Matt, if you have anything to add in here, I'll let you. Otherwise, we will move on to the preview.
1: Nope. You can go ahead with that preview, and we'll uh, we'll get rocking and rolling here. All right. So,
0: episode two of season one, uh, Volcano, aired August 20th, 1997. Um, and remember, you can find this preview word for word on the blog here. Uh, this episode holds a special place in my heart, as Volcano is the first episode of South Park I ever saw even though I wasn't sitting down watching it intently I remember where I was who I was with and watching it on a tiny damn TV in the basement of my brother's friend's house Um, I also know that I didn't catch the episode um, until sometime September October of 97 it was well after it had originally aired Uh, I was I was late coming onto the South Park scene in that respect Uh, so I was behind on the times a little bit as an 11 year old I knew this was something I wouldn't be able to watch whenever I wanted to, um, but I knew it was something I had to get more of when I had the chance. Uh, besides all my nostalgia, I still hold this episode pretty high in regards after all these years. concept of scuzzlebutt still makes me laugh. Uh, while Jimbo and Ned aren't my favorite characters in the South Park universe, they are unique and probably remind me too much of several people I've known in my life. Uh, they are probably at their best in the early season. I'm realizing now that outside of being one, the first episode I ever saw, and two, our introduction to Jimbo and Ned, there are a few things I remember specifically and I look forward to reliving and scoring this one. All right, Um, and at this point, um, I'm gonna toss it over to Matt here. I'm gonna throw you a curveball here, Matt. Uh, Can you do a little bit of a plot review? Just hit the high points of what we went over or what we saw in the show.
1: Yeah, so what we saw in this show, it kind of starts out with uh, Uncle Jimbo and Ned uh, take all the boys up to the mountains to go hunting. Um, While they're hunting, uh, they obviously kill uh, multiple animals. Uh, Stan (laughs) is, he he basically is unable to kill any of the animals. Um, Then at night, uh, Cartman tells tells the boys this story of Scuzzlebutt um and that's kind of uh where it goes from there and then from there Randy uh is sitting there at the seismic activity center uh and and that that whole situation was kind of funny to me and I'll talk about <laughs> that later um yes <laughs> um but then they they fi- he finds out that there's going to be a volcano so he goes and warns the mayor uh the mayor brings in the news uh gets the whole town to go up into the mountains and and help out the boys um, to get them out of the mountain safely uh, and also to save South Park from all of the lava. Um, it kind of evolves from there and the boys uh, then have to run away from the volcano eruption and they get then trapped at the trench that was dug by the city people. Um, and then Scuzzlebutt, the real Scuzzlebutt then um, arrives from the mountain and then saves the boys uh, and then it ends with Stan finally being able to shoot something, and he kills <laughs> Scuzzlebutt, the one that helped them. Um, so that was kind of the uh, a quick quick overview of of how this episode. went. Yes, very nicely done. I think you hit all the high points there. That was uh, uh, kind of exactly
0: how how it all played out there. But that, as you know, in a South Park way, there was a lot more to it than oh yeah, absolutely um, just that. And that's what we're going to dig a little bit further into now, um, since this is the end of our preview. Um, go ahead if you're gonna choose the play at home option uh, go ahead and pause the podcast now Uh, go to our blog um, the sosp.wordpress.com and you'll find the template there so you can play along and score on your own and once you're finished go ahead and come back and hear how we scored we'll compare notes Um, so once again go ahead and pause if you're going to play along. Otherwise, hang out here and we'll get into our scores. All right, Matt. Um, let's have you take lead here for the character scores. Okay. If that's okay with you. Yep. Um, go ahead and start with Stan. How did you feel about Stan's performance in this episode?
1: Yes. So, as I said, Stan, Stan was uh, – this was a good episode for Stan in, in my thought, in my eyes. Um, one kind of, as I touched earlier, so Stan, he, uh, uncle Jimbo is his uncle. Um, and it was kind of his birthday. Um, that was the reason that they got all taken to go hunting. Um, so Stan, Stan kept, he, he constantly bickered back and forth with Cartman throughout the episode, which added a lot of, a lot of comedic effect there in that aspect. Absolutely. Um, but then also his, like I said, his inability to shoot anything. And then of course, until the end when he shoots the, uh, shoots Scuzzlebutt, who actually turned out to be the, uh, I don't know if creature animal that saved them. Um, the hero of the, episode, right. The hero, the hero of the episode, he, he kills him. Um, so for Stan, I gave Stan a 2.6 for the episode.
0: Ooh, I like it. I like it. Um, I agree. I think this was a very strong Stan episode. I was uh, very pleased with uh, just just kind of the role he played. Like the last one, I gave him a 2.5 just because, you know, he did typical Stan things. But in this one, this was Stan towards his best. He was the focal point of the episode. Um, and it was typical Stan from the standpoint of, okay, he needs to do something. So in this case, they want him to, to kill an animal, and he just can't pull the trigger. And um personally, in my, my own life and hunting experiences, I was that same person at one point in time, you know, it's was, it was tough to pull the trigger, you know, it's like, here, I'm going to, you know, take this thing's life. And and for lack of a better way to put it, it's the wuss in Stan that always seems to come out. Uh, but there's, there was a little bit of a, a serious tone with that. But at the same time, like you said, the comedic comedic effect was, was dragged in throughout. So um, I gave Stan a two point seven. Ooh, In this okay. episode. I know I'm kind of impressed. That's probably the closest we've ever been <laughs> I know. on a character score there. So, um, uh, yeah, very, very good episode. And then just like you said, at the very end, when he he finally does it, he kills Scuzzlebutt. It's like, yeah, you did it. But and there's there's a whole nother uh, layer of of things you can analyze there.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that was, it was uh, fantastic. And then Uncle Jimbo's like, there's things you can kill and then things you can't. And then Stan's like, that, j- that just doesn't make any sense. I don't like I was, hunting.
0: I was going to say, wasn't it Kyle who came in with like his best line of the whole show and was like, well, you guys make up your minds. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like what's going yeah. on with this? Right, um, right. Speaking, speaking of Kyle, um, I don't know how you felt about his performance here, but I know I wasn't too thrilled with it. What did you give Kyle?
1: Yeah, I wasn't too thrilled with Kyle's performance in this episode either. Um, Like you said, his one line at the end there um, was one of kind of his two main decent uh, appearances in the episode. Um, He did have a a few good moments when they were sitting around the campfire talking about Scuzzlebutt, and then uh, Cal's just kind of making fun of Cartman. He's like, oh, I I hope that Scuzzlebutt doesn't come and cut us with his celery hand. Um, (laughs) That's true. I forgot
0: about that. Right, and like right.
1: The, that was like like those two moments were really it for him, um, so I, I put Kyle at a one point three here. Oh man, we're close. Um, we're close. so yeah, that's where I had uh,
0: Kyle at this episode. All right, I like it. Um, I actually came in with Kyle at a one point two, like I oh, said, wow. <laughs> uh I know we're in, once again, people, we do not reveal our scores to each other before we do this, so um, I just wasn't impressed with anything he did. Like you said, there was the celery comment his comment at the very end and the part that about the only part I remember of Kyle is I don't remember exactly what it was Stan said, but Stan was having like his crisis moment there in the tent and he's talking to Kyle with all his, you know, about all his issues. And uh, Stan says something and, and Kyle's like, well, you know what you should do? Or you know what I think? And then he just farts. Like to my, in my mind, the most productive <laughs> Kyle, most productive thing Kyle did the whole episode was fart. So <laughs>
1: Right, and that's that's, uh, that's usually not a good sign.
0: No, no, that's not a good place to be. So, um, Kyle currently has the lowest, yeah, the lowest score we've ever assigned to a character. So, good job, Kyle. Um, moving on to everybody's favorite fat boy, Cartman. What did you think of his role?
1: Uh, I loved Cartman in this episode. I gave him a full three. Ooh. Um, His—just the just the comedy that he brought to the episode— um, and the main things I loved, uh with Cartman here was him thinking that he was, he fought back in Nam um, <laughs> just the constant comments about like, like crawling and Oh, they're behind the trees. And, and then of yeah. course, um, his introduction and his storytelling of scuzzle, but uh, his back and forth with Stan. Um, I just, I thought Cartman was phenomenal. I really enjoyed him. Uh, and I, I don't, I just didn't think it could get any better.
0: I hear you. Um, I think this is where maybe I come in as the veteran here, and maybe I'm holding him to a higher Cartman standard than I should. Right. I mean, I gave him a 3 in the last episode, but I only gave him a 2.3 this episode. Okay. Um, my my big, big thoughts for that. I, I like what you said, though, about his storytelling about Scuzzlebutt, because that was a big part of the episode, and that was – um, maybe I should have given him a little more credit there, uh, but I gave him a 2.3. I thought he played a, a, a really important role in a, a lot of things, and like you said, he brought um, a comedic effect, but it wasn't, it wasn't his best. You know, It wasn't Cartman at right. his best. The Vietnam stuff, always funny. Um, <laughs> whereas, and we'll talk about this here in a little bit, I felt like Kenny kind of had more of the role that you see Cartman usually take in this episode um which like i said we'll talk about that here in a little bit but uh um 2.3 good good cartman not great cartman and -hmm. i'll say this after hearing you if i could adjust my score i'd probably bump it up a little bit (laughs) so um our last of the the core four here we've got kenny and mumbling self how did you feel about kenny
1: this episode so I actually thought so based on the the, the season two seasons I've seen uh mm-hmm. Kenny actually did like he had like a, a way larger role than he mainly does. Um yeah. like he's the one that is like shooting like he annihilated that ram with the machine gun. <laughs> um he was sitting there by the campfire just chugging gasoline while Oh yeah that boots. was my
0: favorite Kenny part of the whole whole thing. Right. Sure. <laughs> I <It's
1: laughs> like, oh, like, they're,
0: they're talking Talking about how gin smells like pee, and Kenny's like, give me the gasoline.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Who hasn't been and, there? Right, right, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I thought Kenny was fantastic. Oh, uh, the other part I was going to mention, when at kind of towards the beginning of the episode, when Cartman gets in the car, and they're all making fun of him for talking to his mom, and then Kenny says something, and Uncle Jimbo acts like he, he knew what he said. <laughs> like, that's like, I, I just, I found it funny, because Uncle Jimbo's like, oh, that's disgusting. so um anyway so i gave kenny a 2.9 for this episode 2.9 i like it um i i came in with a 2.4
0: for kenny as we mentioned last time i'm not necessarily the biggest kenny fan Mm -hmm. um i feel like sometimes it just doesn't land or his jokes don't land probably the way they should or maybe i'm just stupid i mean that's (laughs) entirely possible here um quick side note here Uh, i came across a video on youtube the other day and it's from the south park theme and it's supposedly what kenny's actually saying during the theme song in his parts like supposedly it's changed over the years and seasons oh And, and i never knew that and it's quite quite dirty which is even funnier um so keeping that in mind i i was trying to listen to what he was saying throughout this episode um and i i think if you take a very dirty mind approach you can kind of start to piece it together mm-hmm. uh, for the example when they're in the boat they throw the the big rocket in the lake or whatever blow up all the fish and ned's like it smells like dead fish here and and kenny mumbles something and they all laugh i'm pretty sure he makes a comment about a vagina that's what it sounds like <laughs> I could... I could be wrong, but go back and watch it on your time. That's kind of what I got from it. Now
1: I have to watch that Ian, because it absolutely sounds like something that that they would throw in right there.
0: Yes. Um, If I can do anything throughout the course of this podcast, I want to become fluent in Kenny. Because that (laughs) might be the missing link to all the South Park stuff that I haven't understood. Right. Um, But, yeah, my favorite part of the whole episode involving Kenny was how Jimbo and Ned were, like, attached to him. Like, here's this kid that nobody ever really cares about. He's the poor kid. Everybody makes fun of him. And Jimbo and Ned just think he's the greatest thing ever. Right. He says he... funny stuff. He chugs gasoline. You know, it, right. was, they, it was. I
1: mean, they loved him so much, he became the honorary nephew. I mean, he replaced right. Stan, right. essentially.
0: <laughs> and crushed Stan's hopes and dreams. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, so good episode from Kenny. Um, after we've gone through our core four here, I feel like I probably could have gone a little higher on my Cartman and Kenny scores. Um, but you went high, and so once again, that kind of evens us out. Quick side note here: I know you're looking at the scorecard too. Um, of our core four, three of them composite to a two point six five for the episode. Thought that was very interesting as well. Isn't that crazy? Uh, that's, that's Stan, nice. Hartman, Kenny, all at a two point six five. So, yeah. Um, so that brings us to our secondary characters. How'd you feel about the secondary characters here? I can already guess this is going to be pretty high.
1: Yeah, this was uh, very high for me. Um, (laughs) I mean, as we've kind of discussed, I mean, you've got Ned and Uncle Jimbo, um, who, I mean, absolutely just just took this episode and ran with it. I mean, they were hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Uncle Jimbo is like just that, that redneck uncle who's just like, yeah, we gotta shoot that shit, uh, you know, fuck the Democrats. Huh? I, I have one of those. <laughs> That's another story for another day, but yeah. Um, and then kind of as I touched earlier, I, I, I thought Randy's role in this sh- in this episode was, was so hilarious. Um, yeah. I mean, he's the one sitting at the Seismic Activity uh, Center. He's the geologist, uh, but he has to pick up the phone and ask what everything means. Like, that was just yeah. so funny. Um, And then when he goes to see the mayor and the mayor's like getting a geologist confused with her gynecologist and her (laughs) geometrist. Yep. Um, so the the secondary characters were fantastic in this episode. So I gave it a 9.7. Like it.
0: I like it. Um, it, what's funny is, like I said, I, I know you haven't seen a ton of South park. Um, I don't know if you've seen random episodes or not, but, uh, Randy becomes a big part in the later season. You see a lot of Randy. Randy has a lot of roles. I was actually just talking to my cousin today about, uh, the, the role Randy plays and how much his role changes over time.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: and so to see his introduction to the show is just awesome. Like, and cause I didn't remember any of that at all, but it was, it was really good. So you've got Randy, uh, you've got Jimbo and Ned. I've always been kind of a Ned fan. Um, I, I like that, uh, you know i i in my mind I picture it that oh we're running out of voices we can make like okay let's let's make a guy that has to hold the the thing to his throat. I can't think of what it's called off the top of my head, but uh um and they just they they, they get a lot of different things they can do with Ned, and like you said, they play to the stereotype uh redneck right there, shoot it, blow it up right you know and, and uh, it. exactly exactly um I'm also a big fan of scuzzlebutt. <laughs> It's just such a ridiculous concept to me and it always makes me laugh. It's been what, twenty three years and Skezzlebutt still makes me laugh. I mean Patrick Duffy for a leg now. Do you even know who Patrick Duffy is? Uh the quick answer is no. <laughs> That's all you have to say, yeah. <laughs> um, he he was in a show that used to be on, on A B C on Friday nights called Step by Step. And like I watched it when I was little but now looking back on mm-hmm. it it was probably like a super crappy show. I don't know. But they even make a comment about that show. It it, it just, it was yep. so funny to me. Um, and then Celery. Who doesn't love Celery, especially as an arm?
1: Yeah, So exactly.
0: Um, you came in higher than me with the score here. I went with a nine because while the secondary characters were good, I didn't think they were quite as good as they were in the first episode, so I came in just a little bit lower. A um, couple other things I want to say about the secondary characters. Barb Brady being a typical, you know, stereotypical cop again. We see a lot of... A lot of those things, his his famous line, move along, people. There's nothing to see here. Um, Mm -hmm. There's there's so much of that that connects with what's going on in the world today. Um, And I don't (laughs) I don't want to turn this into a conversation about that at this point. But, man, you want to talk about relevance to the world. There you go right there. Um, Yep. And then the last thing, this is probably even more of like a tertiary character. Um, but the news anchor, the news anchor shows up in different points throughout, you know, the South Park universe. And I love that character every time because it's just it's over the top. It, it mocks, you know, the news anchor type person. And it's it's just always enjoyable for me because they slide a lot of stuff in with that character. So, right. Um, anything else you want to say about the characters here
1: before we move on? Um. No, uh, I think the only other thing is uh, we do need to summarize Kenny's death here. Oh, yes, go ahead. Um, so, Kenny's death. One of my uh, favorite parts of every episode. So, <laughs> in this episode, uh, Kenny dies initially, or we think he dies initially, uh, by getting hit by a flaming projectile that comes out of the volcano. Uh, it turns seems out seems like a
0: logical way for him to go here, right? Right,
1: exactly. I mean, it, I mean, it just seems like it. It only feels right for it to land directly on top of him. Uh, right, but but it just lands in front of him. So he steps out from behind the flaming projectile, uh, and then he's standing there, uh, and then it rolls on top of him. Uh, you know, up it rolls up upward up the volcano and rolls on top of him. <laughs> uh, physics you don't know, matter here. Physics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then, later on, towards the end of the episode, after they're all saved, he then comes back. Um, and then, at that, at, kind of at that time, is right after Stan had shot Scuzzlebutt. And Ned is talking about how he realizes the damage that, that guns can do uh, and that he's never going to use it again. So he drops it <laughs> on the ground, and it fires and kills Kenny. Kenny then floats away, and a group of rats uh, scurry after him, you know, to go eat his body. So that that was the uh, Kenny death for this episode.
0: And that's,
1: like I said, I've seen this I don't know how many times,
0: and I forgot that's kind of how it all ended there, and just the whole the whole way it played out. I, I got a good laugh out of it there at the end.
1: So. <laughs> yes, yes, it's always uh, it's always just kind of a little fun thing to pay attention to. I was just thinking, we need like
0: some some bumper music and like an intro for like the Kinney's death report, with Matt. Um, maybe one of these days, if we you know we get to big popular podcast status, we can we can do something like
1: that. Yeah, we have like like somebody that can do cool stuff like that. Yeah, somebody with some actual talent, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, so
0: uh, let's recap our character score here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt came in with a total of nineteen point five. Um, which ties the highest character score we've had to this point. I gave 19.5 in the last episode to the characters. Um, And I came in with a 17.6, giving us a composite score of 18.55. Compare that to our 17.45 from the last episode. Um, You and I talked a little bit before this, but we're kind of under the hunch that this episode's going to overtake the first episode in our rankings.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm... Barely certain that it's going to. Yeah, and this one, uh, this one could very likely, you know, sit up there for, for at least a few episodes. I would think. I mean, yeah, and thoroughly enjoyed this episode.
0: That's one thing I'll get further into in terms of you know as we go along, but in terms of season one, my best memories and thoughts are around these first two episodes. As we get a little deeper here, there's going to be a lot of stuff I don't remember. Um, So it, it, it's going to be kind of a mixed. uh, mixed bag of reactions here but i look forward to that
1: yeah
0: all right um let's move on to episode score here um let's see you started off with the episode score so allow me or excuse me with the character score allow me to start off here yeah with the episode score Um, so our first category we have here is relevant and for relevance i i told you this i kind of struggled to come up Uh, With it, and I think since we've talked a little bit, I've identified a few things. But I went with just a solid three. Um, There were were some things in terms of relevance, like we talked a little bit about uh, Officer Barb Brady and that stereotype. Um, You know, in terms of things going on in the world, you can you can talk about poaching, uh, you can talk about gun safety, you can talk about underage drinking. Like I I just named off three right there. Um, But there's there's a lot of a lot of things that are relevant to the world around us um, which connects to kind of our next category. how seriously were they being taken, but that's a that's another thing, but i think I think in a way South Park always finds um a way to keep it relevant to keep things relevant, and I think they did here
1: yeah, um, so I agree with you. um I was a yeah I would, I would say a decent amount higher than you were on this one um i put this one at a 4.5 oh wow okay uh and the reason for that is um kind of a thing a few things you rattled off i just i i in my mind i i thought that it applied uh more to kind of the world and and like you said gun safety poaching um kind of how the the government just continues to move in a direction of like <laughs> um, hunt hunting control and and things yeah. like that, um yeah. and and just because like like the main part and and some of like the big lines was like it's coming right for us and how they have to act like the <laughs> animals attacking them in order to be able to shoot it, right? Um, right. so I just I, I I saw a lot of relevance there, so that's why I put it at a four point. Absolutely, and you just you just
0: hit something there that I hadn't picked up until you said it. Um, government, the mayor is our big government type character here and they make her look like an absolute moron oh um, yeah there's there's a connection there <laughs> um, Right, I, I think that says something i i instantly regret my relevance score already and uh,
1: <laughs> well and it's like uh, it even like the times when like she's being broadcasted like like it's just it's so comparable and how like these like pol- politicians just put on a facade and it's like she's like oh, oh, yeah. over exaggerating how like sad she feels and, and whatnot.
0: Right. More concerned about the image than the actual content of what's right. being shared.
1: Right. Rather than um, what's
0: actually going on. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to break protocol real quick here. I'm going to bump <laughs> mine up. I shouldn't do it, but it's my blog. I'm going to do it.
1: Hey.
0: Corrected score now goes to a four.
1: <laughs> All right. I mean, at
0: I least talked you, myself you into it. You want to make sure you get it right. Yes. You know what we need to do? We need to create uh, criteria for changing a score. And I'm going to throw this out there. We'll talk about it. What about three times a season during an episode you're allowed to change a score? You get three uses. After that, no more. Think about it. We'll talk about it off the air. But
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: Something to go with. All right. Um, Anything else for relevance? Uh, No, I think that was, I think we hit it all. All right. Very relevant. Um, Now to irreverence. Um, I came in with a score of 4.2 here Uh, because a lot of the things we talked about with relevance, you know, uh, you know, gun safety, underage drinking, that kind of thing. Um, They mocked it and they mocked it relentlessly. Uh, Was it Jimbo said, uh, you know, the rules of hunting, never spill beer in your bullet chamber. (laughs) And you're like, what? (laughs) We don't drink. Um, The way they're just mercilessly blowing up cartoon animals, you know, into oblivion. you know that's that's uh, very very much a a lack of respect for a lot of those things. Um, but it's funny, and so that's that's the point of what they're doing. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and I mean, you can even kind of like we talked about with the the mayor and the irreverence there. Um, you look at Randy and the, the seriousness of the volcano. Oh, oh, oh my God! And then he takes a drink of his coffee. You know, so.
1: Um, that was the other awesome part. I mean, <laughs> that just reminded me of was was the amount of times in this episode that they use that suspense music. Oh <laughs> yes. Like, yes, He comes into the uh, he comes into the mayor's office and he's got that chart and he's like, <laughs> it was just like all the way from safe to bad, and he's like, we're up here, we're screwed. Like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Right, right. Uh,
0: it, it, the best part too is the suspense music always lasts for like five oh, seconds longer like, than it needs to
1: right it just shows the mayor and chef just sitting there just staring at it like, they're like, <laughs> right when is this going to end <laughs>
0: exactly exactly um so how'd you score this
1: yeah so and this is i mean this is maybe one that i might change but i i think this kind of brings us back to a point that we discussed um on our first episode and it's mm-hmm. just like, I, and I don't know if it's a generational thing, but it's like yeah, irreverence is a hard category for me because okay. like, and, and like I said, I don't know if it's just the way like in the society I was brought up in. And it's just like, I don't, it's like, it's hard for me to see like the lack of respect in a lot of these categories. Sure. It's like, like the first thing you mentioned was like underage drinking. And I'm like, well, I mean, when I was growing up, like that was a joke. Like you were just like, Oh, it's underage drinking. I'm, I'm 16. I'm still going to drink. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, whatever. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, anyways, I headed it at 2.9. Um, you did name a few good things, so you did it. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to move it to a 3.5. Okay. Um, on our official
0: score sheet, which you will be able to find on our blog here once we uh, we take the time to get it posted, I'm going to highlight scores that we changed mid-show, just for your reference. Um, yep, and you then that way, that way,
1: if we... I didn't want to cut you off there. Did I lose you? No, you're good. I didn't want to cut okay. you off either. <laughs> That's okay. You go ahead. Um, I was just saying that that way too. If we, if we kind of go with that idea, we can keep track of how many times yep. each of us yep. have changed it. So I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, uh, very, very irreverent
0: in, in those respects um, that brings next our laugh score. Um, I didn't laugh as hard at this as I did Um, during the the last episode, but I did come in with a score of a 3.8. Um, you know, I have my notes here and I got to find them now. I had a couple different things, um, that I pointed out. Actually, you talk here because I got to find my notes. This is great podcasting. My apology.
1: (laughs) Um, so I thought this episode was hilarious. Um, (laughs) There were many times where I I, like, I honestly was sitting there like laughing audibly. Um, and anytime I do that, of of course, uh, Kayla looks at me. She's like, is this really that funny? And I'm like, (laughs) you just, you just don't get it. Um, so (laughs) I had this one out of five. Uh, I did give this a perfect laugh score. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of get to some of my favorite quotes and my favorite moments, uh, that, that really did make me I uh, chuckled pretty hard, uh, but I did put this one out of five. All right. I like it. Um,
0: yeah, I know, I know one of the first moments that kind of caught me off guard that made me laugh. I already talked about when Stan's super serious and, and talking to Kyle in the tent and Kyle just replies with a fart. Like when it <laughs> yep. first happened, I'm like, did that just happen? And so I, I rewound and, and watched it again. Um, and, uh, I, I know there was one other thing that, that, got a a really good laugh and now I can't. Oh, I know what it was. It was my quote. And so let me, let me wait till I share my quote. uh, And then, uh, you know, you'll know that's what uh, part of what made me laugh so much there. So, all right. Uh, Perfect laugh score. That might be, might be one of our first perfect scores in terms of an episode score. I think it is.
1: I think it is. Yeah. Very cool. Um,
0: So personal score. Um, reminder personal scores just kind of your personal feelings on it um, everything wrapped together was it what you thought it should be did it to leave you with that good good South Park feeling and, and just how does it kind of sit with you overall and this is out on a scale of seven um, instead of five like our last three categories there um, I came in with a personal score of 6.1 and the mm. biggest reason I went point one was because this episode as i said connects with me because it's the very first episode i ever saw when i think back to the first time i saw this episode i remember sitting like i said my brother's friend's basement sitting on his bed watching on a tiny tv um him my brother and his friend were doing something on the computer i don't even know they weren't they were kind of watching but i remember my brother's friend was the one that said oh yeah you need to watch this you'll like it it's hilarious um He was right. (laughs) Here I am 23 years later doing a podcast about it. But uh, um, just for the fact that that was that first episode I ever saw, it gives you those nice, warm, comfy feelings. Uh, It's a 6.1. Maybe should be a little higher, but I wanted to make sure it was higher than the last one because it was the first one I ever saw.
1: All right. Um, So. If you couldn't tell, I really, <laughs> really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, That's what I heard. And I, I actually texted Drew uh, earlier today when we were kind of talking about getting ready to do to do this one, this episode tonight, uh, and I told him I'm like I've watched about I've watched about one to two ep- uh, seasons worth of South Park, and I mean this episode is is definitely up there in contention to be um, my favorite episode so far. So I went with a six point nine on the personal score. Nice. Um, didn't want to go perfect yet um uh but i also like you know 6.9 uh,
0: yeah i think i think that's
1: <laughs> an absolutely reasonable
0: score um and especially like you said since you liked it as much as you did uh you know there's there's no reason not to do that um yeah i think i think looking back at once we've you know discussed everything here i think i was probably a little harsh on the episode um but like we've talked about i think that's part of me knowing what's to come Right. And that kind of evened out. But I I love the fact that you love this episode, because like I said, this was my first experience and and it got me hooked. So I'm glad I'm glad it has good, uh, good marks for you as well. (laughs) So um, let's do a little score looking here that brings. Oh, I forgot our our SP factor, the extra point of South Park episodes. Uh, Matt, does this get the SP factor for you? It absolutely does. Yeah, that was a silly question, but I had to ask it anyway. Um, And the extra point comes in here for me to uh, to uh, bump it up an extra point here. So uh, we add everything into our fancy spreadsheet. And oop, what am I looking at here? I might have messed up the spreadsheet. While I'm talking, I'm going to let Matt fix that because he's smart and can handle that. Um, (laughs) But uh, we will have a composite score for you here in moment. I'm pretty sure though, looking at the numbers, this is going to come in higher than the first episode. Um, so while you're looking at that, uh, let's discuss our favorite moments, our favorite quotes. Um, I'm going to hit you first with my favorite moment. Okay. And this is my favorite moment because it's what sticks in my mind after all these years. When I think of that very first episode of South Park, sitting down and watching it, I remember scuzzlebutt. I remember Scuzzlebutt showing up, being real, laughing my ass off, and I remember Scuzzlebutt weaving a basket, because in in Cartman's story, that seems to be the detail that is easy to miss. Is not only does he have you know a celery arm, Patrick Duffy for a leg, but he also weaves baskets, and I think it was something Cartman said like uh, in other crafts or something like that. And so, who would have guessed that this giant monster is going to be coming along and? Weaving a basket to save everyone in the episode. Um, So easily, easily my favorite moment, since that's what sticks in my mind after all these years.
1: Yeah, so I uh, it came down to really two moments for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was really it was really, really hard to pick. um, Which one was I wanted to put down as my my favorite, Um, but I'll tell you which one was a close second. Um okay. so it was when it and I kind of alluded to this earlier, it was when uh Cartman was telling his story about Scuzzlebutt. Um Stan and Kyle uh he got the, the best part for me of it all was when he got done telling the story. And Stan and Kyle were just sitting there making fun of him. Stan's sitting there, oh he's gonna come and weave us into baskets, and Kyle's like, <laughs> Yeah, I hope he doesn't cut us with his celery hand. Um just like that that exchange there um really, yep. really made me laugh. Um, and then what I ended up deciding was my favorite moment was when all of the, when all of the kids uh, had their guns and Stan sitting there calling Cartman out for lying about being a Nam and Cartman gets pissed off uh, as he usually does. <laughs> and he loads and aims his gun at Stan. And then uncle Jimbo yells at him and he's like, Hey, be careful. You're going to spill your beer. <laughs> And so that was, uh, I just thought that was hysterical. It's just, I mean, it's just one of those moments where you're like, oh, he's going to tell him to be careful with the gun. Oh, no, he didn't, okay.
0: (laughs) Of course, you should know better than that.
1: Right, exactly. Why did I even (laughs) think he would tell him to be careful with the gun? Right, right.
0: All right, very good. Um, My favorite quote, now this is such a long quote, I had to write it down. (laughs) And so um, I mentioned... I mentioned the newscaster earlier and how he shows up at different parts and he he just always delivers for me so the newscaster said the people of south park are humble and friendly but now a ticking time bomb of hot lava waits to engulf these people and end their miserable lives with one last fleeting moment of excruciatingly painful burning agony (laughs) just such such description and he he delivers it in newscaster tone, so he's very kind of upbeat, you know. And he just spits it all out so fast. Like I know, me reading that quote cannot do justice to what the newscaster does. But oh man, every time it I that was it was easily the hardest I laughed probably the whole episode.
1: Yeah, that was that was definitely funny, for sure. All right, so what's uh, what's your favorite quote? Um, I hate to do this, but I'm going to, I'm going to give, I'm going to say two again and say which Go one for it. being my favorite. You um, know what?
0: It's your podcast. Damn it. You
1: can do what you want. <laughs> so my close second in this one was when, <laughs> when they're talking, I, I, I can't remember right now off the top of my head, but Cartman says, my mom says there's a lot of black people in Africa. <laughs> Yes, I'm just yes. like what? Oh man! It,
0: it has nothing to do with what they're talking. I don't even remember right. how they. Oh, because Stan's like, uh, Stan's like, oh my, my uncle Jimbo said he's gonna take me to Africa to go hunting oh. after this, and then yeah. Cartman chimes in with that, and I, I just sat there. I was like, that's so random.
1: That's so out of left field. And <laughs> and you're right. You're right. Um, but what ended up being my favorite because it was used multiple times throughout the episode was, uh, it's coming right for us. Yes. Um, Because, you know, it was just, it wasn't, obviously it wasn't coming right for them. It was just an excuse to, to kill an animal. (laughs) I
0: figured that's where you were going to go with the quote. So I purposely stayed away from that one because that is without a doubt, the most iconic quote, um, from, from this episode. And, um, I'm sure there's multiple times that my cousin and I were actually out hunting and probably made that same comment, but um, <laughs> it's it's something that, that plays in so many different situations. And I'm sure you'll find yourself saying it at some point. Yep, I'm sure. I'm sure I will. <laughs> okay, so um, I don't think I went back to our composite. Our composite score for the episode was a 38.55. Um, That compares to the first episode, which was a thirty four point seven five. So this now moves up into the number one place. Um, I just clicked the button on the spreadsheet and I see Matt is already updating that. So um, go ahead and make that happen. And and like I said, once we get all this uh, linked to the blog there, you can go there and see our score sheet and our rankings to see where everything falls. Um, But right now we have a new number one which
1: we have two episodes, so take that for what it's worth. I was going to say, I mean, there was a <laughs> 50% chance of it, but... Right, um, right. Like I said, I, I've got a feeling that this one this one could sit up there for, for, for maybe most of season one. It, it's got staying power. Um, yeah. And I think that'll be kind
0: of something, when you go over your review here, that'll be something you kind of uh, touch on. But I know for me, for the nostalgia factor it's got staying power and that's why, you know, my score was as high as it was. And I mean, for you, you just love this episode. And I really did. That's why it's, that's why it's going to be up there. Um, and if you were a betting man, you could probably bet on, will it stay up there through the end of season one? And I think that might be a decent bet. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Matt review, uh, do you want to go ahead and just hit your review for the episode?
1: Yeah, I can. So kind of, as I said, uh, um I've seen one to two seasons of South Park so far. Uh I kind of stopped when we decided to make this cuz I wanted to to kind of watch them as we go through so that you guys can all hear kind of my first impressions. Um but from what I've watched uh this episode's definitely up there uh to be close to my favorite episode. Um Cartman uh obviously was phenomenal i gave him a perfect score uh his his fake nom memory his back and forth with stan uh there was uncle jimbo and ned's uh their flawed morals uh there was Scuzzlebutt. <laughs> i like um, the way there you was put that. <laughs> right uh, there was the mayor um and and her mistaking the geologist with gynecologist <laughs> and geometrist And then the (laughs) continued retakes that she did on the news to make them feel more dramatic um, and and not like discussed. It's kind of how kind of how news is today with politicians. Yeah. Yep. Um, Absolutely. And then of course, I mean, there's there's Stan who also did a phenomenal job in this episode. He um, kind of started off with being being afraid to shoot the gun. Uh, He couldn't pull the trigger. He almost killed Cartman, uh, who was dressed (laughs) up as Scuzzlebutt. Um, And then at the end of the episode, of course, he finally decides that he is able to pull the trigger, and he does it. uh, But he ends up killing the hero of the episode, who saved them all from the volcano. Um, And then another uh, awesome part that I just loved about this episode, too it was just like that nice little touch near the end, uh, was Chef's song, Hot Lava
0: oh um, man i which, forgot to comment yeah, on that good which we good, didn't even talk about at take.
1: all
0: right um and maybe we should take some time to do that if you're done with your review
1: yeah i mean i think that's uh that's everything that i that i really enjoyed um Definitely. obviously um, kenny too uh with his chugging the gasoline um <laughs> yep he was he was fantastic as well um but yeah i think that's uh i think that touches all the points that i really liked about this and and like i said yeah uh, it's definitely going to be up there in the contention for my favorite episode as we go along here. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So chef, chef and hot lava, they, and it's been a while since I've seen a lot of it, but I feel
0: like they try to put a lot of chef songs in early. I mean, they only had Isaac Hayes for a while and I know you still don't know who Isaac Hayes is, <laughs> but um, it's just, I, I love the way they put that song in there at the end. And that's always a big part of who chef is. And that was something I was going to mention in, The the secondary character scoring was they found a way to get a chef song in, and it was hilarious as it it always is. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, definitely worth a shout there. Um, So, just looking here, I realized they went slightly out of order on our episode um, outline here. Is there any other thoughts or feelings you have on our composite score? Um, We kind of summarized it a little bit, but Mm. I just figure we'll
1: revisit it one more time before we sign off here. No, I don't think so. I mean it's a 38.55 and the perfect is uh is a 44. Um so I mean we're still we're still a few points off of that getting close to that perfect score. Um which I kind of have a feeling that we it, it's going to be difficult for us to get close to that perfect 44. Um Yeah. 45. Because, don't forget don't forget the extra point. Oh yeah yeah, yeah 45. <laughs> um but I I think it's mainly because it just takes man it just takes both of us to be right on the same page yeah. and give most of the categories high, high scores. Yep. Um, so it's like, and we've got I mean, a lot of different criteria that come into play here. That right. like, an episode could be killer and Kenny
0: could have a really crappy episode, you know, Definitely. I mean, there's, or something like that. It could just, there's little things that can throw it off, but I like that. That's what I like about the scoring system. Cause it keeps it all in line. That exactly. being said, there's a lot of good stuff coming up that I think is going to get
1: darn close to a 45. So, well, and I, I hope so. Um, because <laughs> I, you know, I'm on board. To, 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 I mean, if it's good, I mean, I'm giving it the ratings it needs. So, there, there you go. I, I can say this. Um, we're through three
0: episodes now, it's been a lot of fun with each episode we record. Mm-hmm. I get more and more excited about what we're doing. Um, I'm enjoying it. I hope all our listeners are enjoying it. But kind of like we said, you know, if, you know, people don't come to listen to this or come to our blog, that's, that's fine. We're doing this for fun and I think we're both having fun. Oh, yeah. So that's what's important.
1: I'm so having that, a blast. I mean, like you said, I mean, even if I many people don't come and listen, I mean, I'm I'm just enjoying watching the episodes, getting to talk about it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just been a lot of fun. And even though you're, me and Drew. Me and Drew have never but, met in person. I mean I just think that we enjoy talking to each other. So it's
0: wild, isn't it? Yeah, we've we've never we've never met each other. We've never I don't know, we've probably never been within like uh I don't know, five miles of each other. And it's like it's just crazy. We we get along well, we're making this thing work. Um right. I love the dynamic of the new guy and the veteran and I like <laughs> how it we're not doing it intentionally, but we're kind of discussing things more in depth than what I thought we would, and I absolutely love that. So Yeah. Um But anyway, enough of this circle jerk. Uh, (laughs) I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, People we know, people we don't know, if you're stumbling across it, check us out on Twitter at the SOSP. We're trying to be active there. We're trying to to spread the word and and let people know that we're here. Um, We also have our blog, which remember, as I will always say, this is a blog with a podcast. Uh, It'll take us a little while to get the blog all up to date and uh, uh, put together, but we'll have the blog out usually within two or three days after the pod. Um, But you can find the blog at dsosp.wordpress.com. Matt, anything you want to say before we're done? I think that's it. Okay. Um, So for my co-host, Matt, I'm Drew. Uh, Be a good person, make good decisions, and we'll see you next time.